toys, you'll never outgrow us. Each sold separately. I like those odds. Welcome to another steamy episode of Where the Toys Are. I'm your co-host, Brent St. James. I'm Where the Toys Are on Instagram and... Uh, Grill Gangu, the audio tourist, Sam Super here on Instagram. What's going on, Brad? Well, it seems like it's been about a million years since it's I've seen you. It's been a long, long time. You've always got this, the best hair when I see you. Hey, thank you. You know, <laughs> totally. that's the thing. You know, I, I love to know I'm, I'm doing well with my life and I'm staying alive because my hair looking good. We hope everybody at home is doing well. It's we, been a couple of the weeks yeah. since we talked to you. There's been lots to talk about. Lots to talk about. It's really funny because I knew that it was time again when I was, um, I have at my work, I have a, the early shift on, on Fridays and a co-worker, he's like, hey, where's my new episode? And I was all, oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> yeah. I'm all, soon come. It's in the works. You know, it's like, and people reach out to me and say, is everything okay? And I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, things are fine. Everything's just fine. Like, busy. We're and just everybody. busy, man. You know, we started this whole thing because of the pandemic and we, you know, it, it, things have changed. We're kind of half in, half out of the pool right now. Yeah, totally. It's kind of like evolving. Yeah, that's a good so way. So more to put musical it. numbers, more you know, more, more outside things, more like, exploration. Kind of like, oh my god. So Sam, I haven't seen him in forever, and he comes in tonight, and he has this amazing. Explain the Hulk you brought to me. Okay, so you know, I still oh, have we'll just go right into pickups. I okay. guess going into pickups. I still haven't Pick um, really set up my my display situation at home, although I seem to have. Uh, totally taken over the um, turntable area in my living room where I got like my big Skeletor and I got a bunch of other stuff. I'm kind of going with like a all, everything that's purple goes on one side of the, the area. Yeah. You know, so I got the Skeletor I got a uh, Optimus Prime uh, War for Cybertron, Shattered Glass and Purple and some other things. That purple see-through Frankenstein from the worst um, the Frankenstein of Chains mm -hmm. and uh, you know, I just haven't gotten things set up yet. So I was going through boxes today when I was getting all the gear for podcasting and stuff and I'm like, oh Oh, this Hulk, this uh, this uh, Diamond Select Hulk that I have, uh, I think Brett needs it for his Hulk collection because he's yeah. got a, a bustling Hulk collection. And I'm through. up to three now. You're up to three. He's looking good. He's looking really, he's looking like he's oiled up, ready to party, ready to fight. He really is. He's, he's got amazing. the detail. He's more of a comic style Hulk. I think as a, as a Dale, maybe a Dale Newen style Hulk because he looks like very comic. He's very veiny. He's got yeah. the detail, the shadow, the shadow gut. He's beautiful. I can't believe I'm not the shadow six pack. Right I know. Good yeah. stuff. Yeah, so it's interesting because with pickups, it's like they've been, to be honest, I haven't picked up many things since last we spoke because yeah. there's not much out there. I'm waiting for pre-orders. Uh, the biggest thing I got was the Roadblock uh, G.I. Joe classified Roadblock from Amazon exclusive. That is a beauty of a figure. They finally got the figure correct. They finally were able to nail a classic G.I. Joe figure in the six inch scale and this figure is beautiful mm -hmm. it's got the tiger tank top it's got the big gun it's got the helmet it's got the backpack it looks fantastic so that is something that i've been waiting for that i finally got it was wonderful and uh i also picked up um uh a wrecker uh from from uh, uh the bad batch black series 
that is one of the first premium Black Series figures that is a premium point at Target. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, that figure is like a, that's a, the, the Target app or the Target retail, when you go to scan it, it's a $35 figure, but you know, the app is cheaper. And I love how they do that. I've it, seen it marked for $38. It makes me work every time I go to Target. Crazy. You have, you, have to, you have to fucking price check tortillas at Target. Oh my gosh. Everything's hiked up. Everything's hiked up. Yeah. But anyway, so getting record was really cool. It was a last minute thing. Um, and yeah, I mean, that there was that. So let, let's talk about some of your pickups because I got other stuff that happened in the last couple of weeks, but I just don't remember. You know, the same thing, you know, it's like a, a steady like pickup. I've, uh, thanks to my friend Charlie, who I pr- pretty much shout out every show oh because God, Charlie. he's just there. Charlie the Charlie, God. Please come on the show. Yeah. But I got um, this Batmobile. Uh, this, okay, so which that's is the McFarlane. McFarlane 68 Batmobile. Fantastic toy. It is. Um, it's a really trippy toy. I had no idea they made it. They make a bat game too. I need to find the figs that go with this car because I just don't see how I mean they make, look how big the Superman fig is that's going to fit in there. Have you tried putting it in the seat? What? The Superman, have you tried sitting him down? No, but look how big it is though, that would never fit in there. Yeah, it kind of seems like the, the, the Batman 68 figures from McFarlane are skinnier than the other figures, so maybe okay. maybe maybe they're engineered to work differently. Maybe they are. But I'm sorry like, I want them. I can't believe I'm saying this in uh, you know 2021 that McFarlane is one of my favorite toy lines right now. It they make such great stuff. Well, they're killing it too. They yeah, you know, they And he's got so he's got he's got years and years and years and years of knowing what he's doing. Totally. Yeah. So what else did you, did you pick up? I mean, I'm seeing the like, come on, you got the Wind Raider? That I mean, I just don't know how far back we go that, you know, um the Wind Raider, of course, that was a pre-order that came out of nowhere. That is I, nice. I have been seeing it at Target a lot though, so yeah. it's I'm it's seeing there. the Wind Raider and the shark the shark vehicle. Yeah. I just can't justify I can't justify that love. I don't even, Yeah, I don't even think I need that shark thing, but I do the Wind Raider is my all-time favorite vehicle. Yeah. So let me ask you this. You also have the Newcastle Grayskull. Yes. Do they work do they play? Do they? Because you're supposed to lock in the Wind Raider into there. Does it work? Have you done uh, that yet? I've not done that. That seems like that's supposed to like lock into one of these two yeah. turrets over there. Yeah. But it seems like it might be kind of like clunky and icky. So yeah. no, I haven't done that yet. And then I'm also seeing a, a vintage Snake Mountain over here. This is a Snake Mountain that we had. So the story behind this Snake Mountain is this was in the and anybody who's been into the Super Seven store uh, in the in San Francisco for the past five years will recognize the Snake Mountain, which is the OG Snake Mountain that uh, you know, supposedly belongs to some guy named Bob that was the manager of the store. And then there's all these stories that just go along with it without spilling any tea. And um, we had the small little He-Man reaction figs on this. And they were... Uh, you know, it looks better because they're scaled better than the big old clunky old He-Man figs, but it's still a historic piece. Anyway, we decided, Daniel, my wonderful friend and, you know, mentor at work and, you know, um, decided that we are going to remove that and just have everything be reaction and, you know, just take that out of there and make some room because we're going to have so many figs coming out. And so they gave it to me. You know what's interesting about looking Thank you, at this Super Seven. looking at the Snake Mountain is that I can't like the scale is crazy because it looks like it's scaled for three and a half inch action figures. Yeah, well it is. And it's but it's funny because it's, it's scaled for the old Motu figures, which I guess I think they're a little probably like more stout, more smaller. 
but I mean, oh my gosh. Yeah. I think that they rushed to have a lair, an evil lair, because Castle Grayskull was out yeah. now. I mean, look, at, I mean, mountain and castle, not many count castles are bigger than mountains. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, but that Castle Grayskull is bigger than the OG. Yeah, absolutely. By absolutely. At least four inches. Yeah, that's awesome. So what else? So you got the Castle Grace going um, the There's so many things. And I don't want to feel, I don't want to, you know, I hate the fact that, uh, you know, the Jurassic Park figs are amazing. John Hammond is going to yeah, be John my Hammond fig is of the year. awesome. I'm going to say that I, I I didn't want it, but now I really want it for that suit. Oh my gosh. And He's like, hold, hold he looks like my tío in Costa Rica over there <laughs> yeah. with his like slip ons and his like guayabera ready to go to He's fucking. He's the ultimate tropic daddy. Yeah, <laughs> tropic daddy. Heck yeah. He's rich. Yeah. He goes to sleep at seven. He's like, you want some bones? I got hella bones. Uh -huh. You want to go back and take a nap? <laughs> sure. Yeah. It's, it's, sit on my lap. It's my birthday. It's a good figure. It's a good figure. It's one of the best. Mattel is killing it. It's really weird how some, like, you know, Ellie, she's a new fig too. Ellie, I wanted her because Laura Dern is one of my favorite I actresses. I love how she has glasses on. Uh, yeah. Well, she has two heads. One oh, okay, is normal and one is doing her, like, Ellie, whatever her name is. The knees, I can be like, you know, but, I mean, what else are you going to do, you know? It's kind of like the NECA April. People, I've seen people swapping out her legs. See, it's funny because the, the TMT NECA April, which I, I I saw it happening, and, you know, to be honest, I was not happy with... I just don't like that look for April. Yeah. I'm, I'm more of the more... Uh, redhead in the yellow jumpsuit type of April, right. the animated April. I'm kind of yeah. bummed out. I never got one of the Mirage Aprils, one of the Nika Aprils. Um, but it's still a great likeness of the actress, yeah. and it oh, works. It's good, yeah. And it's crazy because the exclusive had the yellow raincoat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know. It's, uh, so another thing is talking about TMNT. Um, so um, uh, good old Sonic Toast found me a, a gecko, wow. the Nika gecko. So that's in the mail somewhere, and it's just crazy because the price the the prices are being raised due to a lot of factors. The fact that containers in China are going from you know used to go for two thousand dollars for a container to sixteen thousand for a container to ship out of China for manufacturing and processing. You have a lot of containers that are sitting on boats waiting to be unloaded, so there's not as many containers available. So you're seeing a real big slowdown in the world market of everything, but in particular in toys, you know, uh, Brett and I are going to the PowerCon uh, coming up soon. And before you go on, let me say to everybody, Sam runs the Port of Oakland, so when you start calling up people like Mattel and PowerCon and even Super 7 at some point and saying, it's your fault that these that we don't have your toys and where are my toys it's and Ultimates? It's actually my fault. It's actually Sam's <laughs> fault. So please, reach out to him. Because I am the king him. of the no, Port of Oakland really. and, and at the Port of Oakland, you know... You're getting it from the horse's I'm mouth being, I'm just people. being I'm just being lazy. You know, his, but the, but the point he being, knows the team. But the reality is, you know, pandemic times, like I had friends who worked in the alcohol industry and the export industry and like, yo, we're waiting for this. I'm like... It's not like I can go find it. It's just out there sitting in the middle of the ocean. Or, sorry, sitting in the middle of the bay waiting to be picked up. So, the only reason I even bring this up, because the supply line is something that pisses people off a lot, um, is because I got an email, um, a notification from the PowerCon people. They're like, hey, so we have all these exclusives. They've been manufactured. They've been produced. But they're sitting in the port of Long Beach. Mm -hmm. They're sitting literally in a container. They haven't been offloaded. You know, PowerCon people don't have it. Mattel hasn't made them available yet. So there's a potential that when we go to PowerCon, we're going to have to pay for additional shipping to get them shipped to our houses unless they show up. Which I'm fine with. I'm fine with it, but it's just, it's just really weird because it's like, whoa, dude, like this is the first time ever in my life, nerd lifetime that like you've gone to a place 
you pre-bought something at a convention and it's not going to be available. Right. You know, I, I'm not really too, you know, it's, it's kind of like the stay at home con thing. You know, it's like this is stuff that some people would never have had a shot at. Yeah. And not just that, but people are also raving about stuff not being shipping on time. It's ha- it's affecting everybody. Everybody. Like just how, you know, the, the shipping delays on the um, the Bad Batch Imperial um, uh, Bad Batch figure that's from, you know, Walmart. Crosshair. Crosshairs and those other figures are all getting delayed to like November, December yeah. now. Uh, they had August street dates or whatever. So, I mean, again, patience pays off, but at the same time, it, it's kind of weird to all of a sudden be, realize that even stuff that we were to be able to pre-order is just late. Yeah. I just, I, you know what I could try to do is just let it ride. See the emails. I agree. I never, I don't even recall seeing the email from PowerCon. I yeah. need to check my shit. Well, remember I went ahead and texted you? You did, but yeah. I was like, where's my email? Yeah. You know? you know, it might not have been an email. It might have been like a, an Instagram post because a lot of like the companies put out information on Instagram. And it's, and it's interesting because I feel that, um, you know, uh, some companies are very communicative about their delays and other companies are like, you don't hear from them and you just expect like, I, like, what do you want to hear? It's going to be Speaking late. Speaking of. It's going to be late. GTP Toys. Where are your space walls? Where are where, you waiting where's for space your walls? Well, yeah. you know. I want to help them out, and I'm not trying to cancel my pre-order that I did for like you know, a couple of years ago, oh, yeah. about a year and a half ago. Well, the pandemic. Yeah, we'll go. Remember at the we'll, beginning, and I bought all that shit. Yeah, God, we'll go with that. And that whole check was going. Like, <laughs> anyway, uh, give me these balls. Um, yeah, and it's Johnny just, balls. It's a it's a thing that like is just uh, you know happening in every industry, and it just shows how the global supply chain is just so fragile. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I'm surprised when I get a package. I'm like, hey, that's awesome. Stoked Do what on you that. can, too. You know, yeah. I, was, I was surprised to see I was walking from <clears throat> the 24th Street BART station to work. Mm-hmm. And I passed by that GameStop on 20, like, 3rd. Yeah. And it was open. It was open, like, at 1030. And I was like, oh, you guys open back up normal hours. And they were like, yeah. And they had some good figs. I found the Luke, you know, the comic book Luke that I needed. Unfortunately, you can't cancel that pre-order from Hasbro because it's a bundle and they've already shipped some so she said when it comes just bring it in you know they'll refund the money or give you credit and things it's like GameStop has really good customer service both you know for the main company and also on the store level they really pick their good employees so shout out to I'm already giving my toy I'm already doing my toy shout out but um, my point is Go back and find your um, GameStops and things like that and pre-order from them now and give them the business so we can keep them going, too. Yeah. And it's interesting because, um, you know, talking about the way things are happening, you know, think about how um, things that we are receiving now that we pre-ordered last year. Yeah. Even, you know, and it's it's just kind of how Hasbro uh, just crowdfunded the Galactus finally. Congratulations to Haslabs again. They're up north of 20. They got a lot of uh, unlocks. But for a while there, people were like, is it going to happen? But as soon as it happened, it just started Bam. rolling. Yeah. Like, you know, people started picking it up. People are addicted to this And shit. you're also lucky that, like, places like Big Bad and other places, uh, especially, you know, places in Europe for export, they will go ahead and allow you to pre-order this stuff at a premium. But it's just, it gives people the option to be like, maybe I don't want this down the line. Right. But at the same time, um, I'm still waiting for my Sentinel. My Sentinel, I got a shipping notification that the Haslabs X-Men Sentinel will be shipping in September. And then um, still no shipping update on the Razorcrest. Yeah, where's that? Where's the Razorcrest? Because I know that Haslabs is about to announce the 
six-inch scale Rancor. So what are the unlocks going to be for this motherfucker? Yeah, let's think about this. So the six-inch scale Rancor is coming from uh, the Star Wars Black Series through uh, Hasbro Haslabs. 19 inches tall. It's going to be huge. Yeah, it's going to be like very... It's about the size of what it... I think like... When I think about the movie Gremlins, I think it's going to be the size of a Gremlin. Oh, God. Give it to me. Give think, it to me. Think about that. What about Mini-Me right there? Do you think bigger than that? Big, he's going to eat Minimi. He's going to be bigger than me. I want him to live up there. You can, you can hire the Rancor to be Minimi's nanny. Oh, God. Give it to me. That's what I'm going to need my car seat for is my baby Rancor. So, anyways, imagining... His I mean, name is Sammy. Th- oh, buddy. Think about the fact that the HasLab's Rancor crowdfunding situation is going to probably have... Oh, really? She got the shirt, too? Oh, my gosh. Vicious Animal. Shout out to Cleo, who's on the on the, on the shirt. <laughs> There's hunt. Cleo right there. Rough, rough. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> it, it's just interesting to think that um, the Haslabs Rancor, what are the unlocks going to be? I mean, I think it's going to be a, a simple thing. If they do 14, th- I mean, it's not going to have that many moving parts. It's not going to be as complicated as Galactus. It's going to have no light up parts. They can have a lower tier. Right. They're going to probably have maybe 10,000, right? Let's say 10,000, right. 8,000. Then the unlocks, you need a, you need a six inch scale. Rancor Keeper. Yeah. If they don't give me that, I'm I'm I'm, I'm protesting. Calling it. Calling Ran- Malakili. Okay. So and Mal- Ula. Malakili and Ula. Those yeah. Are, those are going to be the. Two and you things. know if they're really cool, they would have some kind of plastic door. Yeah. Uh-huh. The door, top door. If you're really cool, you'd have a dio. Yeah. Malakili and Ula. Yeah. Or you'd want to just leave, or you just want to leave it in the box. Oh, yeah. God. And it's funny because they already did this with the Black Series at the Vintage scale. They did a they did a Rancor Keeper, and they did a whole Rancor for the Vintage uh, Black Series, right? Oh, Many years Jesus. ago. So if they just redo that, people would be happy. You know? Have you watched the uh, making of Mandalorian season oh, two? Oh, man. So you, you mentioned that to me last week and how you got the magic was back. Yeah. And I went ahead and watched it on um, Friday, and it was great because I love how they talked about, spoiler alert, they talked about how bringing back um, a certain uh, somebody, a certain Jedi from Return of the Jedi to, you know, rescue <clears throat> baby Grogu or whatever, how it was going to be originally Plo Koon. Yeah. And that's kind of crazy because that would have been cool, but I'm glad it was Luke. Yeah. And they also explained the um the difficultness the difficult aspects of the CGI for making Luke Luke. Right. And they did some revelations like, oh, we fed Luke's original dialogue into a machine and it spit out the dialogue. That was the trippiest thing I've ever seen in my life. That but, was just like the craziest but thing. But did you did you did you capture in your brain how crazy it was where John Favreau sat there talking for like ten plus minutes about how this technology is awesome. But it could be used badly because we're not going to really believe what we see anymore. And mm-hmm. there's certain things in our brain that when we see a certain thing, we see it's fake. But then we don't know if it's fake or not. And that the fact that they have that technology is interesting. I mean, and sidebar for that is they hired somebody on um, who's a YouTuber who did a better version of that scene using a deep fake. Anyways, techno talk aside, it was really cool to revisit how they filmed the end of the Mando season two. And then I went back and uh, rewatched um, a bunch of key Mando episodes because I just got a new TV, so I just want to watch them instead of my smaller TV. And man, that show is still so fantastic. He the man. Pro- no, Mando. Oh, Mando. Yeah. <laughs> you said He-Man. I was like, He-Man. Did I say He-Man? No, I meant Mando. Okay. Um, I said Ye-Man. Well, both. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, I've so recently rewatched them too. So it was really nice to rewatch everything on a bigger TV and to see how wonderful it was. And I also saw the remaking, the first part of remaking of um, the first part of the season. You know where they had like up till the Ahsoka episode, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, I'm watch it on your new TV, dude. Come on over. Come on, do it. Um, but yeah, it was just it was really nice to to just you know uh, fall in love with the Mando all over again, which yeah. made me think, where the heck is my razor crest? <laughs> exactly. I mean, I can't even imagine that at this point. I mean, think about it. I mean, the, the manufacturing and that's the of child these, and a Jawa, right? The, child and a Jawa okay. and the razor crest and just intricacies of that kind of vehicle. It's going to be huge, and I, I'm I'm pretty sure it's probably manufactured, and the problem is like the production of getting it over here because it's going to be gigantic. Yeah. Well, we're going to do um, an unboxing. We're going to do a show yeah. just on, you know, Walk It on the Edge, yeah. the Razor Crests. Yeah. Uh, and also... Where the toys are. When I get my Sentinel, I'm going to do that, too. Yeah. Unbox that Sentinel. And, uh, <sighs> you know, talking about things that are in the future, I'm not going to do the Galactus because I just can't. I mean, I just... I was going to ask you about that. I'm not going to do Galactus because mm. I'm not that big of a Fantastic Four fan, and I prefer the Sentinel. And it's similar technology. But um, talking about crazy pre-orders... Did you see the Mattel Labs Street Shark pre-order? I did. Okay, so I'm not a big street... Uh, street Sharks are kind of a little bit uh, younger than me. Yeah. and But they're still cool because they're so creepy. But uh, Mattel Creations went ahead and did a kick... Uh, not a Kickstarter, just a pre-order for three Street Sharks action figures. And they're great because they were prototypes. They were like Street Sharks they never made. And they're colored in such cool kind of metallic bright pink and blues they look really great they're beautiful but you know what really bums me about that is they're 80 bucks a pop <laughs> with shipping yeah. it's probably 85 yeah totally for a six assassin figure with no articulation and you know another company i know is going up to 55 yeah. for their ultimates you know yeah more for other ones yeah and and i think that they're worth it though yeah i mean it here's the thing is like i would i would rather not i mean i appreciate the property of street sharks and they were cool designs the boxing's cool, but I just, I just, everything's getting so expensive. And it's also like, it's, everything is just one time period right now. It's like the turtles, the street It's nineties. I have TMNT PTSD. Yeah. So I was telling Brett, cause we were like <laughs> waiting to do the show because the new, the, the, was it wave two of turtles? And that's Sam's phrase, by the way. Wave, wave two of turtles is coming you through. You heard it here first. And Brett's all, yeah, let's wait a week to do the show. Cause the turtles are coming in. I want to see how that goes. Cause every time the turtles come in, the turtles wave, it's a, it's like a problem. And I'm all, okay, Brett, so I guess you're postponing the episode because you have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Post Traumatic Syndrome. You know, and I Turtle power. (laughs) Straight up talk. And then just like, here's a pill. Here's another pill. <laughs> no, you know what? I'm pleasantly surprised to report that it was so a great how, couple were, weeks. Were, were people people were down? People were human. People were cool. Yeah, they were. They sure are and were That's and great. are. We have uh, you know tons of. Uh, still, by the time this airs, we're still going to have tons of turtles yeah. at the brick and mortar stores. I would imagine. Um, unless some miracle happened over the weekend. But you know what? It was a really... I think that everybody is that really, really wants these things already have them. Because yeah. even Big Bad Toy Store was shipping Still three weeks ago. Yeah. So I think it's just a matter of um, things working itself out to be, I don't know. You know, well, well, everybody pre orders everything now. Yeah. And it was just funny because um, anytime I read uh, a thread for any toy company, uh, like if you ever want to watch. Uh, um, any kind of the live streams that Hasbro does or anybody else does, because they're the only ones that really do them live, you know, yeah. like live with the comments. 
Um, Super 7 does like the recorded stuff. And then, you know, Nika does, you know, a recorded thing here and there. They do interviews. It's just really funny how like, you know, in the comments, somebody's all, where is this, this wave three? You guys are shipping or soliciting this and I still haven't gotten that. Yeah, it's always, no matter what you try to do, the first thing you hear is, where's the Thundercats? Where's the Thundercats? Yeah. You know, it's like, and that's another one that's coming from this time, this time period that I don't know where in the fuck I was, but I just, it just this whole thing went around me. At the same time, there are fans who are, you know, they're really snickety or like really kind of annoyed they're very fervent and, and it's funny because um there's a lot of other you know recently we talked about um uh a toy a toy uh toy personality who starred his own toy line yeah and he did it yeah and he's every weekend he's presenting promos of his characters and brett and i are kind of surprised because um you know, at the same time, whether we disagree with certain personalities online is is is, is a you know a mattering a, opinion depending on attitude and depending on you know how they act out that day or whatever. But kind of surprised that people are actually putting their money where their mouth is. You yeah, know? Um, maybe not surprised. Um, very surprised and happy. Yeah, and not just that. Like, res- like respect to anybody who like tries to like do stuff. Because I'm still per- personally, I'm like, I can't wait to get a 3D printer right. so I can start doing customizing. Totally right. Because I care about my like Brett and I care about it enough for our toys. We're like we army build. We like accessories. Brett's photography for where the toys are. He does a lot of customization. He does environments. Yeah, he, he needs parts. Right. He needs parts. He needs a pizza box. He needs a couch. He needs an ottoman. He needs whatever he needs. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. He needs champagne bottles. He needs crystalware. Need. He needs that West Elm. Uh, that West Elm cabinet in a certain style. You know. Mm, funny you should say that. Oh, yeah. that's gonna. That's a sign then. <laughs> but honestly, it's just it's just really cool how um, you know you're seeing a real creative aspect with the toys. That's why Mattel can be like, hey, we're taking these these uh, you know street sharks we never made, and somebody's gonna buy them. Yeah. Somebody's gonna want this thing. And that's just like in music. And it's true. Just like in music, there's always a thousand dedicated fans who are like, I want this, and I will buy your double pack record, your t-shirt, your hoodie, I'll buy an exclusive ticket to see you live, and I'll buy your VIP. And the same thing with toys. Some people buy the tiers. You know, another, another, you know, the fundraising, uh, the crowdsourcing of money to do things like um, a local Oakland artist, Skinner, amazing dude he decided to do a ec uh monsters of filmland style horror comic book yeah and uh he went ahead and did a crowd crowdfunding thing and he's like hey i'm printing the magazine i'm doing t-shirts you know for this tier you get the full color version for this tier you get the black and white version you get a t-shirt but you're gonna love it have you seen this the big thing the big blue thing well he's he's got the uh he's got like a He's got the uh, he's got this like crazy hand puppet, which is like his uh, his like mascot, and it's really really cool because like he's doing like a printed magazine, but he's getting like his fans and people who support his art. He does um, you know he does murals. He did that mural down on on uh, um, down um, uh, down you know, down the street on West Grand. Right. He did the he he constantly does murals. He did a pop up ne- Necronomicon. Yeah, Necronomicon. He's worked with you guys too, so he's doing. Uh, this really cool magazine called Skin Crawl, which is like a horror magazine comic. Oh, nice. it, it's on that, you know, whole, um, you know, Bernie Wrightson vibe, like very good horror. So he did a really good crowd, crowd, uh, 
sourcing a crowdfunding thing to do that. And that's this thing is like toy companies are begging you for money to make a thing you might want. Yeah. Hey, give us enough, you know, make it happen. Yeah. So it, it's a really it's a really cool thing. But at the same time, um, there's just too much of it, man. There's too many things coming out. Yeah, right there's it's hard to keep up with. Everybody's firing, all, you know, all on all cylinders, on all cylinders, yeah. fucking all systems go. And um, but yeah. we're keeping up. And, uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Just add to it. Well, since we started recording here at the vault, um, it's nice that that uh, Brett has gone ahead and made the center part a really good, solid, like current archive. Yeah. And I love it how he's got everything arranged. I mean, you know, it, it's, it's just a, looking. Is that Dinah Girl? Yeah. Oh, Ele- it's Electra Woman. Electra Woman. Sorry. Electra Woman. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, you know, it's kind of like this weird thing that's happening is like the things upstairs build up and they end up down here. Yeah. I want to shoot pics down here. Yeah. And it's funny. Why why don't you? It's funny because like upstairs, you got that beautiful case and I'm still like, like Penny's like sold. She's like, you know what? If you want to do a display case in the house, do what Brett does. You know, that really cool color, colorful display case. that looks like an apothecary type. Super, super cheap. Let me show you this. My friend came across her today. Oh yeah, what'd you what'd you get over there? I didn't get anything yet. Oh, that's nice. That's okay, a nice display case. Glass doors. It comes in yeah. white or this oak. It's from Home Depot, folks. Nice. So you know, um, ex- you know, and ex- I think I want it. You know, extreme sets. Yeah. They are making a whole run of extreme set dioramas that fit inside a Deltoff, which is the IKEA glass case. Stop. Yeah. So they make a certain one scaled for six inch figures. I forget what the environment is, but it's a Deltoff specific environment. So every shelf can have a background and it's extreme sets they make great sets i got the chinese food restaurant i want to get more but i just got no space and so i just i just looked at them this week and they have a, a set that's specific for the ikea deltoff a glass display case which i have one of i have one of those in my office for all my uh shogun warrior going to guy get a robo mazinga you know japanese yeah. diecast stuff and uh yeah anyways we're kind of rambling a lot stream of consciousness but we haven't seen each other in a while i know it's kind of like i just realized we haven't taken a break yet we haven't i'm like sitting here staring at you tripping on you because we haven't seen each other we in haven't a long even time. gotten we haven't even gotten clear so, with the weather yet what the know, heck man and here's you know we'll be right back with cleo with the weather It's time to talk about Disney things. Mm, still reeling from my recent trip. So yeah. let's talk about these uh, Magic Key annual passes they have now. Okay, so let's talk about it. I want one. So what do they do? Well, there is if you pay $1,400, you get unlimited access to the parks. Wow. You get... Um, you could access, you know, any day with reservations, of course, in, in this time. Free parking. 20% off merchandise. 20% off food. Mm. Um, and then it says other perks. So I'm, I imagine special pins, shirts and things. For 900 bucks, you get 
access to certain days. So here's the thing, 900, 600, there's a pass that only Southern California residents can get that's like 350, which is, if you live there, that's the way to go. Um, but we don't. Do uh, they still do the California discount? I don't know. I, that I didn't check into. No, but um, the thing is, is that, you know, the, the dates that are blacked out for the lowered price tiers are things like weekends, Christmas. Right. You know, so it's like, well, you probably wouldn't want to be there anyway. I want to go there on an October. I mean, it's uh, really on a Tuesday. Yeah, I've wanted to go to Disney in October a lot to go to see the whole haunted house with, uh, you know, yeah, the whole night before Christmas haunted house thing. And I don't know. I mean, I I'm planning to go. Hopefully, we're planning to go for our birthdays this year. Yeah, I think like so. Proper, in December. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll figure that out. But I mean, um, you know, Disney Entertainment. It's it's um. We have some friends, um, you know, my friend uh, Sonic Toast, my nephew, he's actually going in the next couple weeks, and mm. um, that's kind of neat, and I just haven't been in a long time, and I want to go, it's but I best. mean, that sounds like, I don't know, if I'm going to go for one trip, I'm, you know, with me and my partner, me and Penn, that's going to be like a $600 on tickets alone endeavor, right? So, Easy. like, if I pay... Three times that I can go as long as I want, all I want every year, year round. Is that so? Yeah. So if we go, if you go, you know, four times a year, mm -hmm. it's you're okay. That's wild. But then it comes time to re, you know, comes time to renew it. You also have to think about travel. That's yeah. not included. Yeah. Think about lodging. Now, does that does that mean I can go in California and in Florida? No, these are only part specific. Interesting. You know, related to that. Is recently they announced the Star Wars Cruiser. Yeah, the Galactic Cruiser that's the, being opened in Florida next year. The Galactic Cruiser is insane, and I'll tell you why. So, uh, basically, Disney is doing a whole Galactic Star Cruiser hotel situation where it's like, you come to us, and uh, we're going to put you in an all-real you know real environment of Star Wars. You're going to be on a ship for two nights. Right. So the whole thing is, is what they do is they they do like they're like yeah you come out here all the food all the food all the everything you know <laughs> for two days and you you leave from Galaxy's Edge right in Florida you never see the sun you never see the sun you basically sun. yeah you're just running around there in um the whole the whole uh, Star Wars world so so you leave from Florida you get on this virtual cruiser thing. And they give you clothes, or you get clothes, or whatever, and you're basically on a Star Wars adventure. Right. You're cosplaying for 48 hours. Yeah. That's Which crazy. Which is a long time, if you think about it. That's it, a long time. It is. So, basically, it's... Because um, I wanted... I wanted... Yeah. In the, you know, I want to... You know, if I go... You know, if I'm going to put that much effort into it, I want to make sure I... Yeah, I want to make sure that I drink. But then, what are you going to do for the other, you know, other seventeen uh, hours, other forty-two <laughs> hours, or whatever? I mean, <laughs> yeah, what kind I'm of cruise is this? Disney? I'm only kidding. No, but I want to like take some pics and be real. Yeah, you know. But basically, they're <laughs> saying that Disney is offering the extreme Star Wars experience. You're right. on a you're on a cruise ship. It doesn't get much better than this. You're on a cruise ship. You're got some mission. You can choose missions. You know, you get in your in. You can go to the bar that's being you know hosted by you know whoever. You know, and I'm imagining like, a lot yeah. of bad weird music too. I, yeah, that weird <laughs> like please no DJ Rex, no DJ Rex. I'm just over DJ Rex, but 
you know, um, if I hadn't been so impressed with Rise of the Resistance, I'd be like, meh. But this thing, I need to do it. Yeah. So let's do so, the numbers on this. So a family of four can expect to pay $6,000 for two nights on board Disney's Galaxy Star Cruiser in a standard cabin. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, a couple without children can expect to pay $4,800 for the one-of-a-kind choose-your-own-adventure in a galaxy not so far away. So that's kind of, that sounds kind of interesting. So three thousand bucks to do this, a yeah. person, three k for two days for an experience. Right. We're like, I'm in Star Wars world. I'm I'm a Jedi. I'm a whatever. I'm a crazy person. And Sign me up. Yeah, and you get to do I missions. Three k. If I do, let me borrow three k. You know, it. we can. I mean, at twenty 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 two, who knows what the world's going to be like then? Who knows when? Like, you know, we can't get toys from China anymore, so we're just going to not spend money on figs, and now we and just I'm got like, money for you that. Know, we still have to worry about getting all the way to Florida. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. You know, Florida. Florida. I mean, you know, it's it's wild. Plus, I mean, it's hard. I mean, you, uh, Brett, you are a bigger fan than I am of the whole. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the Disney experience. A lot of my little things in the back of my head constantly, like you know, like Tron. Mm-hmm. Like um, you know, last night we just watched Cruella, which was fantastic. Oh, Certain things wait. in the back of my head are just like. Disney has been there the whole time. Exactly. My 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 sister, who's considerably older, but not too old, too older than me. We both have different pictures of us with Pluto at Disney at different mm-hmm. ages. Right now, we'll be watching The Wonderful World of Disney on a Sunday night. Oh, my gosh. You know what I'm Wonderful saying? We're getting ready yeah. for school the next day. Getting so, yes, that's my entire thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's wild. So, it's just getting more expensive. The Disney experience is getting more expensive. And I'm just, ha- I'm over here just like, everything's so expensive, but at least Cruella's free to me for this weekend, only anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's like, I guess, you know, and that's, it's interesting, interesting you talk about the hotel, the, you know, the galaxies thing, because, um, there's a new show, well, and new episodes anyway on Disney Plus, um, called Behind the Attraction, done by the same people that do the, where, you know, with the toys that made us and the toy stores that, you know, that kind of kept us going, that kind of, then the cell company. So, watch those things. There's a new episode about the hotels. Wow. And one leaves off, you know, adding to this new hotel. I want to, I want to visit all the Disney hotels. I want to see all the haunted mansions across the world. That sounds awesome. It's yeah. great. Check it out. I agree with you. Yeah. So anyways. Those guys are on fire. Nacelle, Brian Volkweiss, and them. They're yeah. on fire. They're doing stuff. Oh, yeah. They're doing stuff. Totally. They're the ones that are doing uh, Silverhawks with uh, Super 7. Yeah. Yeah, that's Cheers, great. Silverhawks. Yeah, I'm looking for that. Looking forward to that TV show, because a lot of animation, that Silverhawks animation was great. And you know you know my criminal past with the Silverhawks, so yeah, <laughs> you know what's up. But yeah, so... They're coming for you. It's, it's interesting how um, we're seeing a lot of adult experiences now like hey you got kids cool you don't got kids come on through yep you know so totally. let me ask you this so what's going on in the convention circuit right now i mean i mean new york comic con's happening it looks like that's happening it looks like that's happening Are there still, is there still a modified uh san diego con as so far as i know yeah i don't know if we're gonna have a presence there i know that we're gonna have a presence at PowerCon. i don't know if i'm gonna be working it but i mean i'm not gonna be working it but i don't know if um why we be there but we are gonna be there well you know you can still drop by and say hi i'm excited I'm about going to, i'm excited sure. about PowerCon with the four horsemen are gonna be there oh yeah i'm excited to see what's going on there because i love the four horsemen i just i just can't justify another thing it's gonna be so fun so let's this is funny because this is gonna bounce us right into toy lines i didn't expect to collect 
you know? Or at least again. Oh my God, let me ask you this before we go on. Yeah. Do you, have you ever seen, do you remember the $6 million man toys? Yeah, I have the, I still have the, the, the first one. I have the uh, Steve Austin. Do you remember the Venus probe that was on that one episode that was really scary? That's in the LA, the LA, um, Canals where they filmed like Greece and everything, yeah, 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 totally. and that scary thing. You remember yeah. that? And yeah. there was a fig of that that was released after the show was canceled. And I remember that being a kid and always thinking, "Did that really exist? Did yeah. I really see that?" And then never seeing it online. It was like yeah. they were just that and Bigfoot at the same time. And Bigfoot would go on to become Chewbacca, of course, for right. the most part. Right, right. Um, and um, today, somebody in one of the toy groups, I think it's called the toy groups of um, the toys. Or of our childhood, fifty nine to eighty nine or something. So it cuts off right at you know fucking right. I joined that group too. It's like vintage child. toys only, and that toy exists. So That's now dope. I want one. Yeah, we need the shows to come back. We need San Jose toy, you know, toy show to come back. Time tunnels. Well, here, again. here's here's the thing: is like I'm expecting when we go to PowerCom that there will be a lot of toy dealers who just like, hey, I got to deal some toys. Is good because I mean, come on. I mean, I'm not expecting to go to any of the panels. I mean, we're going to try and get as much coverage as possible. Yeah. But I'm expecting to see some vintage toy dealers there. Oh, child, I hope so. Or do they usually go? Yeah, I mean, it's a toy. It's also technically a, t- it's te- it's a toy property. They got to be there. And okay. I'm ex- I'm excited because uh, we're going on this trip. Um, and we're going to also stop at Frank and Sons in L.A. If you don't know about Frank and Sons, Frank and Sons is like a warehouse weekend show that happens in LA and it's just like a bunch of vendors that just sell toys. <laughs> yep. And it's like heaven. It must smell like, well, it must smell kind of like very allergy. Yeah. But still, <laughs> you know, it's just, they got a lot of stuff like the vault here. I've gone there and I've seen a lot of really great, um, you know, vintage stuff, current stuff, you know, import stuff, a lot of great stuff. So we're going to try and hit that on our way to PowerCon, but I'm looking forward to maybe catching some vintage stuff. You know, uh, do you remember the Fisher-Price people? Oh, yeah. So there's this Fisher-Price people set I'm obsessed with right now to buy. It is the dune buggy with driver. Mm. And the driver has like boots, jeans, a tan shirt sunglasses and a cowboy hat and like I know a, exactly a scruffy beard what you're and he's in a doom buggy so i've been looking at that on ebay because i think it was like I, I love fisher price people i collected a lot of those when i was a kid it's like this yeah they have one arm that's up and then the other arm that's reaching out uh, or whatever great so that's i'm gonna try and find one of those because i'm excited about those and i used to have the uh i thought you were talking about those little ones that have no legs or arms just oh like those, a are, round those head. are called peg people or that's my pod tea, people yeah. or whatever. Oh, no, man. I like those. Two. I used to have. So I used to have the Sesame Street uh, playset. I had of those. the castle. The castle. Yeah. yeah. So, so I'm looking forward to this uh, Fisher Price. Uh, you know these adventure people because I used to have this helicopter that had a like a diver's box. Yeah. And there was an octopus and there was a treasure. Ah. Yeah. There was just such great stuff because later when I got older, I had a, an ambulance. A, a you know a Fisher Price people ambulance. Then I made my Punisher van. Damn. So Toy Biz Punisher in the seat, or also I customized an old uh, GI Joe figure to make sturdy, Punisher like toys. They're too. very sturdy, There's yeah. Like- and, and you know they were made by Fisher Price, which is like they kind of fucked with Tonka. I want to say Tonka was related to them in yeah. some capacity. You know, don't don't hold me to that, but we'll look into that. The wheels but, ain't coming off these toys. But I remember, yeah, exactly. They were you could definitely knock somebody out with one of these toys. Yeah. But I remember making that ambulance my uh, Punisher van because it used to open up and it could store stuff in there. Uh. And of course, it was the white ambulance. And I guess that's kind of like really bad to have the Punisher have an ambulance. <laughs> this is like, <laughs> well, this like, war van. You never know. It all needed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but still, yeah, that, just the imagination and fascination of Fisher uh, Price. Yeah. The Fisher Price company did it for toys, man. Child. 
great stuff you know so good, good. great so american good. toy company you know getting back into like those motel talking about figs we never thought we'd collect again anyway yeah yeah like the motel jurassic park figs i had jurassic jp figs in the night in 94 yeah or so when there was nothing of star wars could you know collect yeah, well they mostly had the raptors and they had other stuff and great things you know play sets and the whole nine um but so it feels good to, and I was always a big fan of that movie anyway. So yeah, no, it's, it's a great movie, and um, you know what they did with like the the characters. I mean, you got Newman, you got Jeff, you got the fucking what's, what's his, his face, what's from, his face, and um, you got fucking Samuel Jackson and narrator guy. I like to believe that narrator guy is always narrating those Blue Planet documentaries. He's like, <laughs> yeah. And I might be wrong on this because I love those Blue Planet. Nothing makes me happier being hungover or heartbroken than watching one of those Blue Planet documentaries. When you when you realize you're higher than you thought you were going to be. And or, you're like, oh, you're, or you're like, this might be a cold. It might just be heartbreak and death. Totally. Yeah. I just might should either drink some more or slit my wrists. Or wonder what the you know blue cockapoo of North Africa is up to. And then you're like, that, boo, that blue cockapoo just talked shit on me. So I think I should go to bed. <laughs> exactly. I just think that I saw him Why are you throw. trying to fight blue cockapoo? Yeah, totally. His attitude. So, I'm out of here. So recently, National Geographic, who's also on Disney Plus, they had the uh, like the, the babies animal show. Did you watch that? No. So I watched the baby animal show of like bears in the Canadian rainforest. And I watched the... <laughs> The baby show of wild African dogs. Mm. Yo, that shit was lit. It was so great because I don't know if this is actual. It's probably CGI footage of being inside of the animal while they're having birth. I mean, I would I would hope if that'd be pretty evasive. Yeah. You know, it's one thing when you're like got your camera like 100 yards out watching the shit happen. It's another thing we're like, up inside yo, we got cooch. the camera up in the cooch of this dog. He's yeah. about to give birth to a bunch of puppies. She's like, this is my cooch. Exactly. But you know, it's okay. It's Disney money. Yeah. It's, it's Disney money. We owe them $2 just by saying their name. So, so we're not saying that we're trying to collect, uh, you know, baby animals from National Geographic Disney Channel. We're just talking about the fact that these new Jurassic Park figures are pretty on point. Yeah. They're nice. I mean, they yep. look great. They're really, the like this are wonderful. I think I've always just waited for this scale to pop around. Yes, and it's, it's a good scale. You know, I love that all my lines and all my collections are, are pretty much the same scale, yeah, but the same here scale. and there. You know, uh, G.I. Joe is closer to Black Series than I thought it was, and yeah. so that's easy to pop it off. Yeah, it's funny when you start comparing the sizes. Like, like, like Snake Eyes is actually shorter than a lot of the characters, which yeah. is kind of interesting. But yeah, it's closer. I, I mean, the only Vasquez, NECA Vasquez, to go with Wrecker... Oh, that'd be dope. You know, I have, I have Neca, I have Neca Vasquez. Oh, they make God. two versions of her, but I have the first one because she's my favorite uh, colonial marine. Yeah, and you know, you know this about her that she actually has a, a mm-hmm. custom bra company in Hollywood. I did not know. Yeah, that. Yeah, so apparently I didn't know this watching the movie, but she's a bustier woman, and she has a business where she makes lingerie and brochures for. For Amazonian like women, I did know that in Hollywood. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. It's, it's because an amazing I was obsessed thing. with her for a minute. Yeah, yeah, she's so, great. Yeah, so um, it, it, it's it's she's uh, in Titanic. She's in Terminator. She's who was like she a, in Titanic? 
She was the um the mother that's comforting the two kids of the as the cabinet is. She was actually she was in the it. Oh my god, mother, yeah. James Cameron, the God, put they're, her in they're there. They're friends. They're like they're homies. Oh my gosh, her name is Jeanette Goldstein. Yes, thank you. And uh, she is a, an American actress best known for her sadder winning roles as Private Vasquez in the '86 <laughs> movie Aliens. I'm gonna oh, order she, a Vasquez. She, she was the mother. Right and she was the mother in Terminator Two. Who was with like the milk? Yeah, with the milk. <laughs> yeah, uh, she was in Near Dark. She was Detective Megan Shapiro in Lethal Weapon Two. Give it to me. And the Irish Mother in Titanic. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it! I didn't I know. know that. So yes, I need a Vasquez fig. A Vasquez. This is awesome. Yeah. So she she uh she's awesome. But I have a Vasquez fig, and a lot of those older alien figs, older older like Predator figs, are kind of worth a lot. They're hard yeah, to get. Totally like right. I kind of I'm bummed that I slept on the our Schwarzenegger uh, Predator figures. The only Nika Predator figures I bought was um I have the Snake Plissken. And I have the uh, Commando Schwarzenegger, which is a Aww. great action figure. Yeah, that's a good one. Because being a, a kid, one. like Commando is one of my favorite. I movies. could never go back and fill in my Nika, my Neca. Yeah, Nika Neca. People, people call us out for how we say Nika Neca. Neca Neca. Uh-huh. It's Neca. Neca. Yeah. Ah, uh, I'm sure people. You don't know, choke me in the you neck. Know, oh, here's something I want to say. It's like when somebody, you know, say, learn how to say please and thank you. Yeah. And that gets you a whole. Don't choke. Go grab me by the Neca unless you have permission. And don't. <laughs> and you know what? And don't even make me shriek uh, if you're coming for my Neca. <laughs> there you go. You know what? All right. Anyway. Well, anyways, we will be back. Wookie, hold on. What? Yeah. I mean, that's what I meant. Like, hold on. We'll be right back. (laughs) Fisher Price presents... The Adventure People! Toys for your older kids. There's the Northwoods Trailblazer, ready for his adventures. Or the Daredevil Skydiver, to go as high as a child can toss him. And the TV Action Team, to play with on its own, or with any of our 13 other Adventure People toys. The Adventure People and their TV action team comes complete as shown. Other sets sold separately by Fisher Price. Kilos, Keys? You buying kilos of this stuff for $35,000? Sure, that's practically a bargain. A bargain? Why didn't you talk to your Uncle Phil first, huh? Phil, you have won a scholarship, a full scholarship to Rayford. That's a prison we got here, pal. Full ride, probably. It will never happen. No? No, because you are going to offer me immunity if I help you put Sarah and Rivers in the bag. And we are back. Sammy, I've been meaning to tell you this for about a couple of weeks now. Okay. I've been watching old episodes of Sabadell Gigante. Oh, my gosh. Sabadell Gigante. Tell me you know what this is. So, Sabadell Gigante is a show that used to happen on Saturdays on all the Latin American channels. And it was like a seven-hour variety show. Variety show. Insane variety show. Yeah. Crazy. With Don, I forget. What is his name? What Don is Francisco. The, Don Francisco. Yeah. He would like... And the interesting thing is, like, you know... As time went on, a lot of women in Mexican television now have blonde hair. They look like more blonde than blonde. Thalia got her start on that show. Yeah. Fucking so many people. Paulina Rubio got her start on that show. Oh, look at you. Historian. <laughs> I'm a, I've been a big fan. I've been a big fan. Yeah. So um, it's funny because I remember that show. And then Brett's like, oh, my gosh. Do you remember this one guy who used to come out? El Chacal. So El Chacal was like. He's this crazy trumpet player guy, yeah. but he looks like like a 
Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Sentai bad guy? He's a complete nightmare. Basically, anybody that remembers the show Gong Show, yeah. he's a living gong. That's crazy. He so, comes out and blows his horn, and that's how you know you fucked up. Really, he would come out and be like, it's over for it's you. All, you know, you have to watch clips and things. It's fucking insane. But that's yeah. hilarious. So he sounds, needs to be a fig. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he looks like a bad guy. He has to be on the cover of this, where the toys are. He, um, <laughs> El he has to be. He looks like a bad guy from, like, Power Rangers, but he's got a horn. I know. He's a big dude. Anyways. We're going to So we're going to. We El, just El, Chical, El Chical Trompeta. We are going to start our own action figure line, and the first one. One is El Chico. Oh, really? Yes, we are. Well, the second one better be Charo because. Oh, Charo. Okay, let's talk about. We're going through a retro throwback here. Fucking we're showing Charo. Our age. So I was on. Um, I was on Instagram, and I was. Uh, you know, Kat Von D, the tattooing chick, and who's married to the the dude from Prayers. You know, very. You know, she's got you know her tattoo shop and shit. She's now doing singing, goth, you know, industrial, whatever, whatever. Yeah. You know. And I was reading, uh, I was looking at her Instagram, and I guess she, her, her and her son were playing with a duck. She got a duck for her son. And Charo, you know, Kuchi Kuchi Charo. If, you <laughs> yeah. know, if you don't know who Charo is, I mean... stop this episode, go to Instagram and look up Charo, uh, Mexican performer, Coochie Coochie, and you'll then come back. Hope you're back. Hope you understood it. Good to go. The cover people are Charo, El Chacal. <laughs> El Chacal. And uh, <laughs> the, the street sharks I can't afford. And the street sharks <laughs> I can't afford. And not He-Man. Girl, you get your own tour next month. Yeah. Jesus El fucking Chacal. Christ. Okay, so so anyways. I love this. This is my favorite show. Oh, my gosh. So so Charo, this performer, she was amazing. She was, she was hot. She was like a, a, like a go dancer. Mm-hmm. She's commenting on Kat Von D's... Instagram and she's like, "Hello, cat. Hello, David from Prayers or whoever from Prayers. I used to have a duck when I was a little girl, a patito, and he was a wonderful pet. He was very smart and uh, love to you and your family." And I'm like, "Is is Chara really like in their comments? Just like all we, I love your duck." How old was Charo? Well, Char- I'm 50 fucking one. Okay, so Charo... Oh, oh my gosh. I'm sorry. Just give away my age. Please so bleep love, that love, out. Love Boat. The Love Boat. Let's talk about the Love Boat. So she was on the Love Boat all the time. Fantasy yeah. Island all the time. Charo oh. is 70 years old. 70. She looks great. Yeah. Okay, so she wasn't that much older than me all this time. Yeah, she looks fantastic. By the way, the new Fantasy Island is the fucking T. Oh my gosh, stop. It is. Stop. I was always a big fan of that show. Okay, so this this, this closing part of the segment is like, what you watch it on TV is yeah, streaming. Totally. It's going to be like, well, we haven't talked in so long, so we're going to do one show every five months, and they're going to be seven hours long. Yeah, something like no, that. No, the thing is... Um, yeah, they've re- they've. I did. I had no idea they were doing it, and it's a continuation of this whole thing. That's why. Only this time, the island is more of a character. That's cool. Yeah. So, anyway, so Charo, you know, she was on Love Boat. She was on Fantasy Island. So then, another thing I've been watching, because maybe she'll be on this one, <laughs> dude. I'd love to talk to Charo. So, yeah. so it, it was just funny because I was. I've been watching a lot of old TV with the advent of streaming. It's just old stuff. So. My top thing is Penny Lane is working on Friday nights, late night at the bar, uh, Drexel in Oakland, bang, gang, gang, fan, gang, gang, family. Go out there if you want. Great bar, great cocktails, great people. Drexel in Oakland, in Oakdale. Um, she's working. Visit the Drexel. <laughs> she's working there till late at night. So I'm at home when I get off work, and I'm just watching Miami Vice. Like I've gone through uh, two seasons of Miami Vice, and this is an incredible TV show. Based on the simple yeah. fact of all the guest stars that have been on the show. Yeah. Okay. I can go on and on and on and on and on. But Penny is a big Phil Collins fan. 
So there's an episode where Phil Collins plays a British hustler in Miami on like local television <laughs> who's got like a game show called Rat Race. And he even did the theme song, Life is a Rat Race. So I was a big Phil Collins fan at the okay, time. So I'm, Penny's a huge Phil Collins fan. Nice. She's a bigger Genesis fan. But anyways. So of just Genesis in general, Genesis or? the band. Okay, more so than Phil Collins. She loves Phil Collins. Okay, so but all Genesis or just Phil Collins era Genesis? I think she's a big fan of the Phil Collins era Genesis. Oh, because Genesis, Genesis before like Peter a... before Peter Gabriel left. Oh, okay, yeah. So, anyways, um, I'm watching. I'm making her Impressive. watch this episode. I'm making her watch this episode of, of Phil Collins uh, called you know the Rat Race episode, and basically he fools one of the uh, you know guys on Miami Vice on the team that isn't Crockett or Tubbs into coming on the game show but he pulls a scam hmm. and so he then like leaves the show he's like oh I can't pay you because the show's over so he stole the money from the show and he buys his great house or rents his great house you know on in Miami Beach and he starts being a small time drug dealer the woman he hooks up with is Kira Sedgwick wow. a young young actress named Kira Sedgwick and she's like trying to middleman drugs for her boyfriend who lives on a boat and it's a Phil Collins shenanigans being like a cockney talking, like, you know, scammer. So, With a beard, like a, like a five o'clock like, shadow. Like a shitty beard, right? Yeah. The crazy outfits. And it's it's a really good episode. So I've been <laughs> watching a lot of old Miami Vice. I mean, Miles Davis is on Miami Vice. Uh, Don Henley from the Eagles, Miami Vice. So many people were on Miami Vice. Uh, the, the guy who played, um, you know, uh, Moff Gideon was a small time hood <laughs> on Miami Vice hella times. Have I ever told you that I didn't want to go to my um, senior prom? Why? I just didn't want to, but a girl named Melody Wolverton made me go. Mm-hmm. So my thing was, I want to have an outfit just like Don Johnson's for my, just for my prom. Ha! So Funny you should mention that. You know, go on, go on. Go on, finish this up. And um, my my mom was like, you're going to regret it. You're going to regret it. So, and I'll find a picture and show you. The next time it comes up, I'll, sh- I'll send it to you. Um, the um, I got this white jacket, this purple shirt. Oh, yeah. Th- you know, sleeveless. The tweed pants. The tweed pants. And then very last minute, didn't want to go, didn't want to wear it. So I was like, uh, I didn't want to go to prom. Melody made me go. We're still friends. This is 1987. We're still friends to this day. <laughs> Melody Wolverton. Um, and we went to the prom. Um, and we drove a 1969 Mustang Fastback. Thank you Whoa. very much that my dad oh, fucking bought for me. Ugh. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much, Daddy. And um, so I had to scramble and get a tux. There were no more tux left in Fresno. I ended up this, with this white... Frilly fucking oh, oh. no, because I didn't want to wear that. Oh, like, you wore the thing. frilly. You wore the, yeah, so the, I had the, the Mexican mom, family I wanna, tux. I was like, Mom, I have to get a tux. I don't want to wear that yeah. Miami Vice costume. And she's we like, call well, it we, the, we call it the quinceanera tux. That's exactly With the ruffles, what the it was. I was very fine. There's a picket in one of these boxes of that. I'll oh show you. But yeah, so yeah, Miami Vice. You have all. I'm fully on board. So funny about that is when I was showing Penny, I'm like, Oh, I love Miami Vice. I've always loved Miami Vice. And I was like, yeah, when I was a kid, because I was like, you know, 11 years old when that shit came out, my mom would take me clothes shopping for Christmas or for, you know, for Christmas and for like, you know, new school. At Miller's Outpost. Whatever. Yeah, Miller's Outpost, whatever. But she would, I was like, she's <laughs> like, we need to get you something for church. I'm like, okay, mom, can we get this? And I made her buy me the white tweed coat with the white tweed pants and some shoes. And I wore... A white slip on shoes. It was a white like like tank top underneath it, 
and she let me go to church dressed like this, uh, dog. Well, it was all white, though. It was all white, but I looked like a little fucking drug dealer up in that totally. Latin church, dog, and it was funny. Yo, because, mom, can I smoke? No, it was really funny because I, we had to do, like, you know, I was since I was part of the youth group, I used to have to go up to, like, recite verses or sing songs or something during the, the morning, the morning, the morning, uh, you know, Sunday school thing. But it was really funny because I was like, in my little Miami Vice, like, I looked, there was a little, like, grease ball. I looked like, you know, a little Tino dude in this, like, Miami Vice outfit. Everybody else is dressed like normal kids. I look like a little crazy Miami drug dealer at church. <laughs> and it's funny because I was all into it. So I had, like, I was holding my Bible, like, underneath my arm like it was a gun. Like, underneath my, uh, like this, I so was pulling out my Bible. Oh, my gosh. It's like 80, what, 5, 86. It's, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Shit. No, it was, it was like 80, probably 84. 84, And it was yeah. just, it was just, it was just so funny because I, Ugh. that was a distinct memory of this the past. This is in L.A.? This is in L.A. Yeah. And, yeah, God. in L.A., on the west side. I can't wait to meet some of your family, or your family, period. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, Guys, you guys are from LA. That's crazy. We're good people. We've been there for a while. Uh, but anyway, let's go to live there. So finishing up, just just the the nostalgia aspect of the things that we were into. Like I'm a I'm on a big goddamn Miami Vice kick right now because it was also created by Michael Mann, who directed my favorite movie Heat, True. my favorite film. And I don't know. I think I'm. You know, I might go relax later and watch me some more Miami Vice. Well, you know what? And all the toy companies, we need at least three and three quarter inches Miami Vice. Fix. Well, so Mesco back in the day when they first started out, you know, ten plus years ago, uh, fifteen years ago, they made Miami Vice action figures, and they huh. were kind of like cartoony, and they're really hard to find now. Huh. Mesco also made the first. Um, you know, uh, they made Hellboy figures from the movie. They made movie, uh, TV, uh, cartoon Hellboy figures. Mesco is deep on how they, you know, they made those Warriors figures. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I really want, oh. like, you know, uh, you know, six inch G.I. Joe classified size Mammy Vice figures. Can you imagine? That'd be fucking I, sick. Different heads for Crockett and Tubbs. Yeah, I would different outfits. Shit. You could, like, oh, yeah, you can take off his arms and put on a different jacket and put on a different Comic-Con tank top. exclusive. Yeah. Oh, my God. He'd have his little, his dope little Ferrari. Anyways. Enough Phil nostalgia. Enough, enough everything. I can feel it coming <laughs> air tonight. Yeah, I'm telling you, it just it was a great time for television. And it's really funny you bring up Sabado Gigante. That's another thing from my childhood as well. I've been dreaming about it. So real quickly, we're talking about things we've been watching. So we so have our first two figs that are online, or first three. Yeah, yeah. Crockett, Tubbs, and El Chacal. El Chacal, yes. Get and at Don, us. Don get Francisco is going to be a mail away. Get at us. Mail away. Yeah. Maybe a make us. Slide up in them things. In yeah. the Nika. In oh, them. No, no, well, you got the Charo, the El Chacal. Charo's going to be a Toy Fair exclusive. A Toy Fair exclusive, yeah. Well, in the one outfit. Remember, she was on Chico and the Man, too. Oh, all my the time. gosh. I've been watching Chico and the Man. Yeah, we've been watching all stuff. So, another thing we oh, wanted God, to discuss about this Sanford wonderful. Sun figs. Oh, stop it. Stop Hasbro, it. Where okay, Super actually, 7, where are hold, you? Hold on a second. No, no, no. So I have this clipped out from Plaid Stallions. They posted a picture of a Sanford and Son, Fred Sanford, Red Fox, stuffed oh, God. doll yeah. that talked. A pull-string doll. Yeah, a pull-string doll that talked. I remember that whole run of pull-string dolls, too. Yeah. There was like fucking Ronald McDonald and yeah. fucking... yeah. Man, yeah, yeah, the Burger King, yeah, yeah. It, so, anyways, so that exists. 
That exists. It's out there somewhere. It's so, at Frankenstein's. We're so, coming from you. We're, we're coming from you, Frankenstein's. Los Angeles, we're coming inside of you next week. So, Farron, by the way, this is a warning to you. You better be on our at our side, riding with us. Yep, totally. And we're well, going to be. He's at, going to PowerCon with us. That's going to be. We're going to go to PowerCon. We're going to with Farron. We're going to do some things. We're going to. Oh, we're going to broadcast live from Musso and Frank, having some cocktails. It's going to be great. It's going to be scandalous. It's going to be great. Yeah. We love it. Back yeah. to L.A. A good scandalous. To, li- to live or die in like, L.A. Not cancel me. Not cancel me. <laughs> Bitch, if you ain't got me yet, you ain't getting me now. Exactly. <laughs> so sit down. So let's talk about things we've been watching. Uh, we both watched Suicide Squad, and we're pretty freaking impressed. I was really, really, really happy that I loved it straight out of the gate. You know, I'll, do, I'll bet you, and everybody did, and I'll bet you that guy is goddamned so happy that, that everybody that loved choice. it. Yeah, and that nobody's tearing him apart for any of this. No. And you know, I want to get a hold film. Of you know, I walked into the game so again, going to GameStop going on GameStop. mission, and they had. They had all the figs, and I didn't get them. Well, not all of them. I didn't get Did them. Did they have Polka Dot Man? Yes. I love Polka Dot Man. Yeah, and yeah. I, but I didn't get them. And then I went back to get them after I saw the movie, and they were gone. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. They made two versions of the uh, the peace uh, Peacekeeper or Peacemaker and... Uh, you know, Eater's Alba's character. They have one without a helmet and one with with a helmet, but they didn't give him any really good weapons. It's right. really weird. And like Harley's weird. She probably needs a repaint. I'm kind of waiting for the Japanese imports on those. Yeah, but the King Shark figure. The, yeah, I just need him. We all want the King in Shark in any figure. kind of form, in any kind of like you know. And eBay and Mercari has a bunch of those figures for sale, but without the King Shark parts. Right. Total bummer. Great film. Great film. Amazing. Great film. music. It like. I loved Ratcatcher too. She was amazing. <laughs> Her name is Cleo. Oh, going back to my old sweetie. I was like, oh, it's such a, a good sign. And I love Ty w- w- Watiki or whatever as her father. Exactly. Like that scene yeah. where like he's on top so of the tower. It's like, Papa, what is um, a wire rat? At the very end, when Star was like. I was just happy here floating looking at the stars. Oh my god. I was like, oh. It was so great. I was just not Spoiler in the alert, if you haven't watched Suicide Squad, it's going to happen. By now, then you're just waking up. It is late. By the way, it's like 20, It's like 2039. Yeah, you're late You're late to the nerd game. Thank you. Anyways, uh, we even, anyways folks. All we are just mouths and brains. We don't even have bodies anymore. Yeah. I want to talk about something that happened today that affected me uh, profoundly. There was a, there's a great artist, a dub reggae artist who passed away. Lee Scratch Perry, he was amazing, uh, amazing producer of dub and reggae music. He was the Salvador Dali of dub reggae music, and he it's passed away. One of those things that when I saw it, I had to sit down yeah, and then read it. Yeah, you had to double check. Yeah, you had to check. Like, yeah, you know, uh, I don't know how to explain. So he's it. a very. I want. He died at eighty-five. I want to live my life like he did as an old man. It was amazing. He's an amazing uh, dude. I, I'm speechless. The very last song we play tonight is going to be yeah, Sam's play, favorite. We're going to play you. We're going to play you some of his uh, maybe uh, you know the the cornbread and fish song because that's a great song. But he he's rest he's, in absolute power, Lee. So it, it's crazy that like a man who's lived so long has been able to you know basically do his art like when you know when Jamaica had to lock down. He's all hey, we need to lock down. Let's create music. Let's yeah. do this. Let's do that. He also, he also had an amazing uh, post he did in 2020, and it says, the goal is to turn people into robots while turning robots into people. And that is just prolific as fuck. Uh, I mean, Look at so, that. 
Here's yeah. to hoping I'll bet you anything that somebody makes a Lee Scratch Perry fig. Oh, it'd be great to make the Legends of Dub action figures, I'm telling you. you so anyways, that's one thing I wanted to share with you guys, something that affected me a lot. There's been a lot of, uh, like, Ed Asner died, too. I know. The voice of the grumpy old man in Up, he's pretty amazing, uh, but man. He's been somebody who's been along for the entire ride, my entire ride. My entire ride, absolutely. I, nothing but respect for all of them. Yeah. You guys, we want to thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. And and I got a couple call-outs before we finish up, buddy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so real quickly, I, mean, well, I have to pee. Sorry. Okay, I'd like to I'd like to mention uh, Just Heroes three one four. So Just Heroes three one four is located. They're located in Missouri uh, uh, by St. Louis at seven three three Rue Saint Francois in Florissant, <laughs> Missouri. Um, great shop. Uh, I have a, a great friend. And uh, he uh, went ahead and put me in touch with his great friend who runs uh, Just Heroes. And uh, he's a pretty awesome guy. And he went ahead and, uh, you know, my buddy uh, Artis was out there. And he's like, oh, you got you to gotta check out my friend's shop. It's a great place. And so Artis was out there and he called me up when he was at the shop before he left for Missouri to come back to Oakland. And he was like, oh, he's got hella stuff. You should check it out. So he brought back the Snake Eyes figure, which I didn't have. I didn't have the basic classified Snake Eyes. And then he also surprised me with a uh, um, this crazy uh, uh, Dark Knight Joker oh, action yeah. figure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Beast Kingdom import figure. And he just sent it along. So big up to um, big up to Just Heroes in Missouri. We appreciate your support. Totally. And if you are in that part of the country, please check out uh, Just Heroes 314. They're on Instagram at Just Heroes 314. And you can go ahead and check out... Uh, just Heroes, their, their website, and uh, check them out. They got a lot of really great collectibles, really great comics, and as a you know, like-minded individuals, we love to support. Let's give them all the love. Yeah. Do you have any like, shout-outs this week? I have nothing. You got nothing? I've already, yeah, I've already <laughs> shouted out all the things. A lot of shout-outs. I've all shouted out. Thank you to everybody that has been nice to us for this whole turtle launch. Yeah. And coming into the brick-and-mortar store. Yeah. Well, I want to shout-out to a lot of my, my local homies, uh, Colby, Chris Strong, and uh, Kenny, or the gang over at Merchants, just they've been really supportive of this podcast, and it's kind of nice to have local people who are into stuff. Totally. And also, uh, you know, uh, my, my buddies uh, Kenny and Trash Can Dan, uh, local dudes, they collect Lego stuff. They're really into Legos. Trash Can, I saw him yesterday. He's like, oh, man, I got the Darth Vader Lego helmet. I'm like, that's crazy because it's all black parts. Good luck with that. Yeah. And then today, Kenny hit Have me up. going crazy. Today, Kenny hit me up. He's got the Yoda one. I'm like, oh, cool. Good luck with all those base blocks, dog. <laughs> Good luck with all of it. It's all beautiful. Let me watch you put it together. Yeah, I, I should always shout out Charlie. Yeah. And always shout out, you know, Daniel. And always shout out, uh, you know, that just goes without saying. Yeah, absolutely. Steven. Absolutely. All and, the kids. And shout out you. to everybody who's been on the show. Shout out to you, Brett. Thank you. And shout out to the homie, Phil. Uh, Phil, thank you for that Friday morning lighting the fire under my butt. But yeah, we got we to gotta finish this episode. So. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, more you know, soon. It's, our- people have to realize it's a different time now. Absolutely. You know. So more soon. We got more time. We're excited. We'll see you at PowerCon. We'll be out there. Get it. Get in our uh, get on our DMs. Uh, where the toys are on Instagram. Grail Gangu on Instagram. Also, if you see us, ask for stickers. We'll be having a little bit of merch. We'll have some stickers. Oh yeah. We'll have a good old time. We're gonna have some stickers. It'll be great. I can't wait to stick them. Can't wait to As stick them. As we always say, peace, peace through, through plastic. plastic. We'll see ya. Clappity 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 high. Rose, we shan't come away. Hey, hey, hey.
Separately. I like those odds. Uh, 